Well, hi there. Welcome to another episode of Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland. We are going to connect live today with Dublin with Rosaline McMeal. Um, Rosie was on with us last July, you might recall. Uh, we did an episode on Irish fashion and beauty products coming out of Ireland. It was a huge success. So I spoke to Rosie and asked her if she would uh, share with us some of her favourite uh, brands, products, basically new and emerging contemporary Irish talent. And let me tell you, Ireland is bursting at the seams with this. We probably need to do multiple episodes, Ashley. What do you think? Absolutely. I mean, it's just, uh, it's unbelievable what's coming out of Ireland. So I'm going to go straight into this and see if we can connect live with Dublin. Rosie, are you there? I am. I'm here and I'm delighted to be back. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, thanks. How's the weather in Dublin? We wouldn't be Irish if we didn't ask about the weather. It's sunny. It's sunny. We'll take it. It's December and it's sunny. So that's good, right? Absolutely. And it's been quite the year, hasn't it? It has. It has. I I'm not in Kerry right now because we're not allowed to leave our county, but um, we'll restrictions are lifting again this weekend. So, you know, please God, I'll get back there again soon. Good. I'm delighted. And you know, between the two of us, uh, I've got some people I've discovered. You've got mm. people that you've interviewed and discovered. Um, I mean, just to give us a little bit of background too, though, Rosie, on yourself. Uh, can you tell people what you do, what you've been doing for years in Ireland and how you've come to do what you do so well? <laughs> well, thank you. Um, I have been a journalist and an editor for more years than I probably want to admit. But um, right now I am a writer, editor and brand consultant. So I am working with various different brands and small businesses, but I'm also um, writing and interviewing for uh, the Currency website, which is a brilliant business website, uh, subscription only uh, site. And so I've come across a lot of amazing brands, a lot of um, wonderful craftspeople who don't get enough credit and by their nature, they often don't know how to, you know, shout about what they do. So I'm delighted to have the opportunity to help help them in any way that we can today um, and let people know about what amazing things that they're making. Well, I'm, I'm thrilled that you're going to do this with me because you and I have uh, talked about this on many occasions. We have similar thoughts on this. And to your point earlier on, you know, by the nature of them being so talented, what they do, they're not great at shouting about themselves or they don't have the time or yeah. the uh, wherewithal. And it's hard. It's a, There's a lot of people competing out there. And, you know, for me over here in the States, my business has been built on for years and years. Um, this idea that people have these kind of preconceived ideas. Now, whilst what was happening in the past mm. was fantastic, but there's so much happening in Ireland. And this is the Ireland I grew up in, the yeah. Ireland that my family and friends are living in and the Ireland that you live in. And I think between us, we're just going to bring some incredible products to people. So yeah. I think we should jump straight in, shall we? <laughs> great, great. Right. Let's well, start with your friend. And I follow this guy on Instagram. I'm his one of his stalkers over here <laughs> in the United States. I've never met him. And he, he just seems like quite a character. And I think he's the most wonderful gentleman. I mean, I say that because he doesn't know me and I might pass a comment on his Instagram page. And he always replies to you and everything, which is so lovely. And his name is Darren Kennedy. Yes. So can you tell us about your friend, Darren, please? 
Yes. Yeah, so Darren and I met many, many years ago um, in a in a previous role, and um, I've worked with him, and we've become friends over the years. And I mean, look at him. How could you not love him? Um, he is. Can we just hold TV... that right there for the whole show? <laughs> <laughs> you can have it as your screensaver later. I'm sure he won't mind. Um, but Darren is a TV host. Um, you know, that's that's what he set out to do. He's had a few different careers, but. Um, He's, you know, he's a wonderfully talented person. Um, he has worked for a lot of different shows, both in Ireland and the UK. And then he, in, you know, the last couple of years, he has founded his own men's grooming range, which you can see behind him in the background of that shot. Um, mm -hmm. If you can look past him, you might see it in the corner there. I'm <laughs> he is um, one of the one of life's just really really positive people, and Ooh. I think you know you'd call him a jack of all trades, but unlike everyone else, he's kind of master of all of them. He puts everything he has into everything he does, and he's just wonderfully positive. So there are some of his beautiful products that he has produced. Um, it's a, it's an Irish company, and they are you know men men in Ireland have been quite slow coming around to the idea of using beauty products. God forbid, you know. Um, yeah. But but they're there now, and I think Darren has had a lot to do with that. You know, he brought out this range, but before he did, he was also you know championing other other brands and other um, products and explaining how to use them. So he's made a really really basic uh, range that men can use that they don't have to fuss about with, um, but are really uh, you know. Uh, effective and uh, great to have on your your bathroom closet as well. Well, I'm looking at the packaging here and the imagery. It's yeah, um, very it's, sleek. It's very, very sleek. It's very professional. Um, now you mentioned that he's basically bringing um, men hauling them into yep. the into this uh, day and age, probably kicking and yeah. screaming. But you know, I have boys uh, in their twenties, and I see that they're a lot more. Um, kinder to themselves than men used to yeah. be. And I'm glad because they Why should not? be. Yeah. So um, some of his products, uh, you, you and I were talking and I, you were mentioning one of the ones, which is, I think it's the scrub. Uh, yes. Can you tell us what's special about this or the ingredients or do you know so, anything about this scrub? Yeah, so the peat scrub is made with um, Irish Irish peat, mm -hmm. um, which is comes from the bogs. And as we know, you know, um, remains have, have been found in the bogs over centuries um mm -hmm. the preservatives in it so there's a lot of antioxidants in that in that peat um which is really really good for skin there's also geranium oil which is really useful for anyone who has sensitive skin or adult acne or anything like that so i think that's become one of his uh, his his kind of show show products a lot of people seem to love that one you know i mean darren could sell me anything honestly you know i mean if i don't need a beard beard oil but he would make <laughs> me want to buy one <laughs> i think we have so i know we have a little bit of video footage in some of the products um ashley i think uh, let's show them the one about here's darren himself and his lovely irish accent talking to us about the scrub i think we have coming up here this scrub literally polishes your skin and we use the active ingredients of peat which is full of minerals full of antioxidants full of goodness so there we have it and then i was reading he has a beard oil and then i thought oh, yeah. okay you have to have a beard but you don't have to have a beard do you <laughs> no you don't have to have one but i mean i still don't think it's a product for me 
but yes, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> the, gen- the gentleman can uh, can avail of it. Yeah, I think it it helps with the hair follicles and the skin around the beard area. So um, yeah, it's. I mean, I don't know if it's down to Darren's products, but I think the Irish men are looking a lot better these days. Oh, I've seen them; they are. And so <laughs> let's have let's show a little quick video there on his beard oil as well. Now we call it a beard oil. Do not be confused because actually men without beards can use it too. It's going to soften the hair follicle and make the hair nicer and the texture better and also nourish the skin underneath. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I, was, I was admiring the beard oil. <laughs> of course you were, of course you were. Um, you know, you yeah, can be I... on a diet and still look at the menu, correct? <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But I think what's nice about that as well, you know, I mean, anything that gets rid of that beer rash um, for us is is a win-win as well, no? <laughs> Let's not go there. This is PG. <laughs> anyway, but... Darren's products. Let's talk about where we can get them. Yeah. Um, I know obviously they're available in, in Ireland. Are they in stockists in Ireland and stores on the shelves? Yes, they're right? yes, they're in they're widely available in Ireland in most uh, retail outlets. So oh, Dunn really? stores, all all of the pharmacies, Mars Pharmacy, really? all of all of the big pharmacies. Yeah, okay. um, it, they're widely available, but they're also on Amazon UK, and okay. I know that they are in talks to bring it to Amazon US. Um, but for the moment, um, they are also available through Cloud10 with the big beauty site. So I know he has a lot of uh, US customers already through that site. But this is a space we're going to watch, Darren, Darren Kennedy yes. in the United States. Well, Darren is Darren is set set to go even bigger for sure. Um, yeah. And his products are really, really gaining ground here. Um, I've noticed a lot of people posting on them on social media. And again, like I say, Irish men are quite slow at coming forward about things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see them gaining ground and people appreciating them for what they are. And he's road tested everything, you know, and he's yeah. been in the beauty business for a long time. He's, you know, he's tested out these products himself um, for a long, long time. So he wasn't going to put his name to anything that didn't uh, really work. Well, you know what, Darren, uh, we are excited for you and we wish you every success, genuinely. So that's Darren Kennedy. Let's yeah. move on to the next one. I don't. I came across this one myself and I know I'm sharing this with you for the first time, I believe. And that is uh, Katie Larmer. Um, yeah. Katie, I think I have a photo of Katie. She started out, there she is. Um, now look at that cushion. These are vintage Hermes scarves with backed with vintage Irish linen. Um, she's an Irish designer maker who trained as an applied artist at the University of Ulster School of Art and Design in Belfast. And uh, she specializes in creating luxury items from Irish linen. The natural undyed oatmeal linen has become a signature hallmark of all her pieces. Look at those. Beautiful. The colors are so vibrant, aren't they? Aren't they? Look, I, and that blue... Uh, you mm. know, that blue and I, I'm just, that's my favourite colour blue. But the, the problem is I want each one of those all together. <laughs> I, I <laughs> the like combination how, is spectacular. Well, this is, you know, going back to that photograph there just for a moment, because I think what happens is sometimes people assume that everything out of Ireland, you know, has a cable knit on it or a shamrock or a leprechaun or something. And that couldn't be further from Irish if you tried with these beautiful uh, zebra patterns and... Yeah, I think it's cheetah and those gorgeous vibrant colors and the fruits and everything. But then you've got this magnificent touch at the back, which is that Irish linen. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's it's really quite exquisite. 
There's something very contemporary about the the mixing and the matching of those kind of fabrics as well. You know, those te textiles, um, something silk and satiny on one side and then linen and durable on the other side. I think that's wonderful. Beautiful. And I know she has, um, they're available through, you know, some places in New York. Um, and then she, look at those, look at those gorgeous mm. colours. Um, so... The other thing she's doing at the moment are ornaments for Christmas and decorations. Look at these. This is again vintage Irish linen, uh, beautiful tree. You know, you can send them as a gift. They're, the lighting there, you can hopefully you can mm. see that Irish pattern, uniquely Irish. I think these are just so tasteful. I love the harp there on the left. Yeah. And the seahorses. And that's a nice little gift to be able to give somebody as well, a, a set of uh, bespoke Irish ornaments. Now, I do know that she's in Brown Thomas in Harrods. They're beautiful. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to have to reach out to Katie and get her to come on, I think. I think she'd be a wonderful guest to talk about her mm. work and her craftsmanship. Um, I also know she's expecting a baby, I think, within about four Aww. weeks. So wishing her she's the very busy. best. <laughs> uh, she's busy. And I saw on her Instagram page that, page that she's absolutely chock-a-block with orders at the moment. Um, online orders and I'm so happy to see yeah. people um, like that. Just a quick reminder for everybody that we will uh, provide links for either their social media pages, their websites or where they're for sale but we're just introducing these um, artists as best we can. Rosie you've got somebody for us to meet that you just recently interviewed and chatted with um, in New York I believe. Yes, I um, interviewed Laura Weber, who is the founder of LW uh, Pearl Atelier. So it's an embroidery atelier in the heart of Midtown Manhattan. Um, she's an Irish girl. She moved over to the US in 2013. So um, just after graduating from NCAD. And she moved over and I believe she had no job and no place to live. The day that she arrived was a Thursday. She knocked on the door of somebody she had heard about, a company she'd heard about, got the job on the spot and started on the Monday. And within three years was director of the company. Um, so a phenomenal, hardworking individual, but also extremely talented. Um, you know, her work is incredible and speaks for itself. She set up LW Pearl Atelier, um, I think a year ago or year and a half ago, and has done enormous work with, um, some major, major luxury brands like Tom Brown, um, you know, Altazura, like so many amazing people. So she works with designers. Ooh. And this is actually um, a, a big, big news story here. So she is actually launching her a new label called LW Pearl. Uh, the brand next year. So come 2021, she's set up this company with her husband and who also has worked in couture and they have um, basically crossed over um, with the athleisure and the luxury market. So, you know, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful range of kind of um, core basics and really elevated accessories. You can see that bag there is just phenomenal. So and does she make this coat? Is this hers? Yeah, yeah, they're all hers. So it's, I mean, it's beautiful, isn't it? It makes you want to just wrap up warm um, in something like that. But like, you know, the detail on it is just beautiful. Like the inner lining there, just you can see the hint of luxury, which feels so nice, um, you know, wearing that. And I think that's something we've all come to realize this year is, you know, you might want to be comfy, but you also want to 
um, look good too. Mm -hmm. So I think she's kind of nailed it there. Um, and she's launching with in conjunction with New York Fashion Week next year. And I believe um, that she may indeed as well be in talks with um, for something to do with the inauguration in January. So um, watch this space for her. Let's see. And who did you, um, so you interviewed her and are you going to be writing about her or have you written yes, about her? Yes, I have written about her. So um, it hasn't gone live yet, but watch this space. <laughs> will you share it with us when it, I when it does? Yeah. And yeah. then we can share it with people because I think that will be, you know, for a deeper dive, you know, it'd be yeah. very interesting because I like how you take the time when you're uh, interviewing people and write some really good pieces on that. Thank um, you. They also have a, she also has a beautiful Instagram page too, doesn't she, yeah, Ashley? She does. Um, so we need to make sure because I've, I've noticed on her Instagram page, um, on their Instagram page, I beg your pardon, they have beautiful imagery of close up of their work. Yeah. Um, you know, the beading, the embroidery, and the craftsmanship. Look yeah. at this. Like oh, it's phenomenal and the le the level of skill needed and required. And, you know, her, I found talking to her very interesting and inspiring because, you know, things were not easy in New York over the last few months. And, um, no. you know, she, she bore witness to a lot of a lot of things that were happening in the streets even. And, um, you know, instead of kind of sitting back or even trying to, you know, return to Ireland, she hasn't. She's stuck at it and she is has basically made it her mission to protect her workers and she's just won a, a CFDA award, a fund. Um, so she was delighted with that. Um, and she also won PPE equipment for her factory. So, um, you know, and well, well deserved. I think they're amazingly skilled people and she, she really talks about them so highly. And um, it's nice to see somebody doing so well because she's extremely passionate about what she does. And is it currently available just online or where do you buy her products right now? Yeah, online or, or, or in New York. Yeah. Okay. In her, does she have, does she have a store yeah. in New York or? No, she doesn't have a store. She's looking to open a store, a pop-up next year for the Good. brand. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll keep an eye on that and we'll also share her Instagram page because she's constantly updating it too, which is wonderful. And yeah. it's a great space to be as Instagram actually. And now for something a little bit different. This is a light and whimsical, but the backstory was not really light and whimsical, um, the reason behind it. But could you tell us a little bit about A Daily Cloud for Kids, please? Yes. So uh, A Daily Cloud, it might be aimed towards children, but um, Rachel, I have to confess, I have already purchased through through A Daily Cloud. Um, so this was um, an Instagram account that was set up during the last year. And it, it was set up by a very well-known Irish illustrator by the name of Chris Judge. And Chris's work is very well recognised all, all over Ireland. And... Um, so he actually started posting um, pictures of clouds that he had very gently illustrated. I mean, look at that. That's the Poolbeg Towers in Dublin um, oh. over Sandy Mount. And he's drawn a dog into the clouds. And I just love this so much. I kind of got really, you know, somebody sent it to me, I guess, because they knew I would love it. But um, I just I just I remember as a child always looking up and we would always be, you know, kind of uh, making up pictures from the clouds and I do it with my nieces and nephews now you know I say look what can you see in the clouds and I love that he's brought that idea and just made it into something really really fun and lovely 
Um, and one of the lovely things that he's done is he has produced prints of these um, for Christmas and he is donating the proceeds from the sales of the prints to two children's charities. Sadly, um, Chris's own daughter, three-year-old daughter, was diagnosed with leukemia at the start of this year. And the charities have really helped him. So it's it's a way that himself and his wife have been able to give back. And I just think that's a phenomenal, phenomenal um, thing to do. I yes, think it is. It, you know, that feed has brightened my day so many times over the last year. And, um, and when I saw that he was selling the prints, I couldn't help but jump at the opportunity to um, purchase them, you know, uh, I, I think they're really wonderful and they will brighten anyone's day. And I don't know about you and I'm, maybe I'm a little bit biased, but I think the clouds here are really spectacular. Maybe it's with all, all the rain that we have. But, um, but see, I don't see many clouds here in Dallas and I'm not saying that to boast, but we, we either have it like today outside where it's yeah. kind of grey and everything. You just, But in general, it's just a blue sky, which I'm not complaining about, but you're right. And they're, they're so fun. When he, the prints, now when you bought, purchased one of their prints, yeah. Do you just get standard sizes or can you order like a four by six or eight by 10 or what he, can you get, Rosie? He gives a standard size, but, um, and so they're unframed, but they all fit into Ikea frames um, if, if you if you want to go down that route. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just think that they're really beautiful and um, they, they really say Ireland to me in lots of different ways, but I love the charitable aspect of it. I do and, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it was a sad origin story, but um, I think he's doing something really wonderful from, from you know, that pain that they must be going through. Absolutely. You know what I'd love if they could do? It's easier said than done, but I'd love to have them is I'd love if he made some cards, you know, greeting cards. Blank yeah. Cards. You know, yeah, you never know. Every time I go to get cards, they either have happy birthday or thank you. I all, I'm always looking for cards from Ireland that have yeah. nice imagery or artwork. Good idea. Maybe but we'll nothing tell them. In, but nothing <laughs> inside them, you know, because um, I like to send the notes to clients or things like that. So I'm always looking for cards. So there's something. But mm -hmm. again, um, they're on Instagram as well. And we will share the Insta the link to their Instagram page, which will then share you. Uh, obviously, you'll see all the details down on where to purchase these wonderful prints. So thanks for bringing that to us as well, yeah. Rosie. My pleasure. And now for uh, some leather. How about some leather? Yeah, why not? <laughs> wonderful leather products for us. This one is very special. And I have to say, I already knew about these guys because I've been following them myself and saw some of the products in Ireland. And these are luxurious. These are beautiful. Tell us about this. They are. I mean, I guess this is your your real, you know, slow fashion, for want of a better word. But um, Debrir leather is... Um, you know, just handcrafted. I mean, look at that. That's a wash bag. And, you know, to me, you can almost smell the leather. It's like, <laughs> it's yes. it's a sexy wash bag, isn't it? And oh, yeah. I, ne I never thought I would put those two words together, but <laughs> it's, it's, sexy wash bag. it really is. You know, I think it's it's something quite rustic and well, lovely. Speaking and of sexy, do you think Darren has one? <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has one. You know, he has one. Yeah. But um, Put all his but, products you know, into it. <laughs> exactly perfect for the products but um uh debris leather is just just wonderful i think what they're doing is incredible um i came across them many years ago when um i was a judge on the wearing irish project and uh, garvin traveled to the, uh, new york 
as part of the Wearing Irish project. But I mean, that's beautiful. Look at that. It's, you know, I think that's a laptop case, but I just think that the panel detail on that is just spectacular. So he started out as a furniture maker and um, has branched. What's his name again? I'm sorry. Garvin. Garvin. Okay. Yeah. And um, I just I just think he's wonderfully talented. Uh, I mean, those those <laughs> journals, Books. how amazing. Yeah. Um, it's you know, he doesn't mass produce. He makes everything in his workshop. It is in Kildare, you know, which is the home of equestrian. There he is hard at work. Um, uh, Kildare is the home of a equestrian life in Ireland. And mm-hmm. I just think it's beautiful that he's he's doing that. And each piece is unique and it's handmade and it's yeah. it's something to treasure. I mean, that will last your lifetime. Do you know, just, oh, look at that overnight bag. Yeah, I'm I'm having flashbacks. I don't know where, where this is coming from, but in my day when we went to school, <laughs> I actually had a leather school bag, the satchel. Do you, did you yeah. remember that? And I can still, in my um, in my memory, I can still remember how it smelled you know, that that yeah. leather and how it softens as you know really good leather. Yeah. How it gets better and better. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at all of his detail, like the the studs and the the handles and the, yeah. look at look at the buckles. You can yeah. tell there's a influence, the equestrian influence exactly. Too. Exactly. It's very strong there. And I just think, you know, if you're looking for a 40th or a 50th birthday present, even that's, you know, something the receiver is going to treasure. And the the older it gets, the better it's going to get as well, you know. Um, And I think there's something really nice about giving something that will last forever and that, you know, somebody will be able to gain value from year after year instead of, you know, the disposable culture that we live in. So um, I think that's a really, really special brand. Absolutely. So that's De Brewer Leather. So thank you for that. Um, really, really enjoy those products. And uh, we'll share the link to De Brewer Leather as well in this episode. Now you've got a girl first to meet from Dublin. Um, I a lawyer, I believe, Orla. Yes. So Orla Orla Dunley is a lawyer by trade and okay. she is um, a gift curator by night, I guess. Um, <laughs> but she is Orla of Ireland and that's her. And she is surrounded there by uh, copper bud vases, which is one of the products that she has launched on her website. Um, oh, I see them down there. Oh, there, yeah. that's better. I mean, they're just so beautiful. And, you know, when she introduced these products to me, I thought, you know, I don't need a bud vase, but now all of a sudden I need a copper bud vase in my life. I, you know, my life oh, will not be complete. That. Isn't it beautiful? And it's so simple and it's, you know, it's an homage to her mother and her grandmother who both loved gardening and flowers. And I just think that there's something really, really nice about it. You know, she I has I don't captured... see much copper, you know, that's, that's nice exactly. to see. Yeah. Did she say how she came upon copper, how she got involved with copper or loved it? No. Or... No, I don't know how she came across copper, but um, yeah. I think it's I think it's a growing um, resource that people are are looking to to create something really beautiful from as well. She yeah. also has some beautiful butter dishes, and you know how we love our butter here. Oh, um, look at I that! I mean, look at that! Isn't that so beautiful? You know, I don't know how she got her butter in the shape of a shamrock, but she did. <laughs> I wonder it's if she got a little bit of stunning. Kerrygold. See that now that. 
I mean, it has to be Kerrygold, right? Of course, it has to be. Yeah. Over here, it has to be Kerrygold. Of course, in Ireland, it could be Dairy Gold too, or any a number of um, the arts and butters now. And I digress. I shouldn't be going off on butter, but we do love our butter. Uh, <laughs> well, if you're going to love your gorgeous. butter, if you're going to love your butter, dress it well, you know? And I think you would be proud to bring that to any table. Um, again, I, I think that would make a beautiful gift, you know, for a somebody. Wedding gift or wedding gift. Yeah, a retirement, you know, even even a 21st gift. I know many 21-year-olds yes. might not thank you for that at 21, but they will when they're, you know, setting up their own homes and things like that. I just think it's really unique and really beautiful. And the nice thing about Orla's whole range is really it's a nostalgia for an Ireland, you know, past, but reimagined for, you know, an Ireland of today. And I think that kind of sums up all of the products that we're showcasing today it's it's you know it's not it's not kind of you know just and we're looking back it's it's about items and things that fit into our lives today and you know a beautiful butter dish or a copper bud vase would fit into my life very nicely <laughs> but I, I agree with you and and Rosie you know I like to use things like that every day I have a silver teapot that I got for a wedding present in 1993 and that is the teapot I use every single day. And people yeah. seem to think your silver goes in your cabinet, you know, for, for do you remember, you, you put it away for good use. Um, yeah. It's not for good use. It, it, it's superb. It's the best thing in the world to use. Um, I could see myself using that butter dish all the time. I think it's gorgeous. How can we get her products? Um, from her so website? She, from or? her website, yes. So she, she is on orlaofireland.com and uh, she is available through Instagram as well okay. and would be happy to, to talk to any customers directly. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Did you ever meet her or interview her? I did. Yes. Yes. I met her. I haven't interviewed her, but okay. um, I have met her and uh, I think she's superb. She has a really good eye, as you can mm -hmm. see. She was mm -hmm. just featured in the Irish Times actually about two weeks ago. Um, and Wonderful. I think her, her what she's trying to achieve is really commendable and she's going about it the right way. It's not, she's not loading her website with products. They're really special items and um, you know, I think you'd be looking to receive any of them yes and I like her packaging as well the nice little simple boxes and the ribbon and they're elegant you know yes, which is what exactly. I you know people want you know I grew up in a household where my mother said buy cheap buy twice exactly <laughs> right and that's Orla and we're thrilled to have met Orla of Ireland thank you for bringing Orla to us now, I have something a little bit special for um, children and for adults alike, I guess, because I, I still am very old fashioned and think there's nothing like a good book and telling um, reading stories to children for them to either read for themselves or us to read um, to them. Um, I have a little graw, which is the Irish word for love. And Rose, you might know this for both the sea and for lighthouses. And um, I'm, first of all, I'm dying to visit one of the lighthouses in Ireland to stay in. Did you know you could stay in the lighthouses in Ireland? You probably knew that. I did. I did. And I, I haven't done it yet. And there are a couple that are on my wish list. I, you know, I follow a good few on, the, on Instagram as well. And uh, they just look like magical places. Where do you want to visit, out of curiosity? Which lighthouses would you like to visit? Well, Clare Island. I think okay. that looks really, really just so idyllic. And yeah. I mean, you know, they're just, they're just so unique. And the idea of staying in one for a weekend or just even a night just seems really magical and would create memories that you'd have forever.
Well, I'm thinking that might be a girls trip that we all go and um, get one of the lighthouses and stay and go and hang out. And I have one that I'd like to, I visited, but I didn't stay there this summer, is Galley Head Lighthouse in West Cork. Oh, lovely. Oh, my goodness. Now, the lighthouse itself, you can't stay and you go out to the, um, to the lighthouse and it's private now, but the house, the lightkeeper's house is at the foot and you can have that entire house and it's overlooking, um, uh, where is it looking over, uh, kind of the Clonakilty area. Okay. Um, so it's rather special. Hookhead, of course, lighthouse is up your mm -hmm. neck of the woods. Well, it's Wexford, but I, I'd like to, to visit that one. Rathlin, I think Rathlin is another one. Oh, and you know, have a good list. <laughs> um, I do. I'm obsessed with them. And I even met one of the lighthouse keepers while I was there. He was the last lighthouse keeper in Ireland, Gerard Butler. Um, so I met with him this summer as well. So the, I, I have a fascination with lighthouses, but they're doing something wonderful on top of the lighthouses. No, they're not doing something physically on top of the lighthouses, sorry. <laughs> as well as they're, you know, you can rent a, a, a lighthouse. They decided to um, write a book again. This is for charity and it's the Lighthouse Storybook. Now, before we go any further, they didn't actually write this. So what they did is they put out a call to writers in Ireland between the ages of seven and 12 years of age. And the storybook comprises of 20 beautifully illustrated stories, which represent a selection from the many original stories, poems and illustrations. Writers ages 7 to 12 um, years of age from every corner on the island of Ireland. And these are the stories and the illustrations and they were selected and then the book was um, published. Now, all proceeds from the sale of the Lighthouse Storybook and they directly support the work of children in hospital in an Ar children in hospital Ireland. That's the name of one of the charities, and the Northern Ireland Hospice. So all of the proceeds go to both of these. So you've got your one, which you had talked about, which was the um, a daily cloud for kids from Chris mm -hmm. Judge, and now here we have the Lighthouse Storybook, both benefiting hospitals and children hospitals, which is obviously of vital importance and we need to do everything we can to help them. Um, I love the fact that the children also uh, wrote these stories. Now there is um, a YouTube video, which I'm going to share later on my Facebook page, Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland. Um, I'll share it, a link to it on my Instagram. I'll send it to you, Rosie. And it's a wonderful little two minute video on this story, on this book and the children that wrote the book. But um, you can order this and you, you're giving somebody the gift of reading. You can buy it and read the story to the kids, but you're also supporting the hospital. So a big shout out to mm. um, the Irish Lighthouses and the Commissioner of Irish Lights for doing this. Thank you very much because um, the Irish Lighthouses, I think the Irish Lighthouse is very symbolic, especially for, this sounds very nostalgic and forgive me, Rosie, but you know, for somebody like me, who's the diaspora over here in the United States right now, the, the lighthouse is that kind of symbol, isn't it? It's very symbolic mm. for us that, you know, the light is always on for us. Yeah, I think that's lovely. Yeah, and, I think that's um, really lovely. And, and I think maybe that's why I'm drawn to them all the time as well. Yeah, what a wonderful initiative as well, you know, to get children writing and creating. I love that. And then to do it for such a great cause. It's amazing. Yes, it is. So, um, well... That's all we have time for today. And we had quite a list. Um, we didn't get probably 
as many as I thought I'd like to record today. But I think it's important to know that I'd rather do a few of them and give them a little bit of a shout out, have a little bit of background, give it some context, rather than just, as you mentioned as well, slow fashion. I don't want to be just shoving photos up and moving through them at breakneck speed because there are so many. And I think we just it just proves this is the second one that you and I have done and we've already covered. So today we've done seven. In the last episode, I think we did, Ashley, do you know how many we did in the last one? Probably again, five, six, seven as well. So mm -hmm. in two episodes, we've covered, you know, let's say 10 to 14 um, individuals. And that just goes to show you there are so many more where that came from. There's so many more, <laughs> so many more we have, we have to share. Yes. And um, I just want to say thank you very much um, for everything. My pleasure. We hope to um, reconnect with you again sometime. Will you do that? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me and giving me the chance to share some of these wonderful people. No, thank you. Well, that's all we have time for now. Um, until next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye, y'all.